Hi friends. We're playing Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I just started the game. I did character creation and sort of the intro where I like get to this pirate town. Unfortunately, the audio from that was all destroyed. So we don't have that. But I'm so close to the start of the game that I don't think it'll matter. I'm playing um, a dragony anime girl who's got blue hair, of course, and some dragon fin bone ear things that help her have really good hearing and direction sense, I think. I think it said. Uh, no, I don't want that. Uh, ooh, this is all loud. I don't, I don't like this being so loud. System configuration sounds. Master volume. Fly. We can go quieter. There's gonna be some voices, so we'll let it be at. 40%. And then this background music is also going to get hit at 40%. And that'll be probably fine. Alright, so I guess I'm supposed to... I just got off the boat, which is... Uh, they, didn't, they didn't give the boat a name, I guess. And then I talked to Ristflor. And Rizflo said that I'm supposed to join the Adventurer's Guild. So now we're going to talk to Grafar, the lift attendant, who apparently, I think, lets me join the Adventurer's Guild. Grafar says, welcome to Limsa Limonsa. If you've a mind to visit the Drowning Wench, the Crow's Lift will take you there. Okay, take the Crow's Lift. Um... Supposed to speak to someone. Ah, Batarin. Disable all active help windows. Thank you. Get out of here. Alright, so you right click on people to interact with them, by the way. I was really confused by that at first because in a normal world, you left click on people or double click on them with left mouse, but. Okay. He nods at us. Greetings to you, lass. What'll it be? Ah, but you aren't here for drink, are ye? You've come with a mind to try your ad adventuring, I reckon. Well, you find no shortage of work here in Limsa. He actually has all these apostrophes written into his character's dialogue, by the way. Just, I'm not making this accent up. The name's Batteron, and this most hospitable of austeries is the Drowning Wench. Is also the Om or the Venturers Guild here in Limsa. That's why we've got a desk specifically for Andlin Guild business, and why I seem to spend more time saving the necks of whelps like yourself than wetting the throats of me regulars. Speaking of which, let's have a drink of coffee. Venturers have a knack for finding trouble, see. Not that they need it in these parts, on account of their being trouble wherever you look. If you manage to steer clear of the fishbacks and the cabals outside the city, the pirates on the inside will get you instead. And if they don't manage, there's always the Garlean Empire to finish the job. Oh, no one knows what they're planning, of course, but if they're planning anything, you can be sure it's to kill the lot of us. 
Aye, this town seems peaceful at a glance. But look again, and ye see a people living in fear of what tomorrow might bring. So basically, like everyday America. And who can blame them after everything that's happened? Eosa took a mighty blow during the calamity, but our alms weren't the only thing what got wiped off the face of existence by that thrice-damned bastard of a dragon. So this is post-9-11 America. It took our bleeding memories, too, and no one's been able to explain it in a way that makes an unzo sense. None of the folks who saw it and lived to tell the tale seem to agree on how the tale actually goes. It's all foggy, like recollections from an ard night on the ale. You can imagine why people might fear for the future if they can't recall the past. So I was told that apparently the explanation here is that like there was a version one of this game that people didn't like, and then they completely redid the game, and now we're we're playing version two, but to sort of in-world explain why there was the complete replacement of the game, there was this calamity thing. But there is one thing we all remember, and that's the group of enterers what laid down their lives to drag Eorza back from the brink when she was bound for the abyss. When I say we remember, truth is we ain't forgotten what they did for us. This goddamned calamity spawn memory loss robbed us of their names. Okay. So, like, we don't know who the real heroes were, because it was all you, the players. It won't even let us picture their damn faces. Tis like staring at a gull flying in front of the sun. All you see is in your mind's eye is a shadow set against a blinding glare. And that's how every bugger describes it, by the way. Give or take the odd gull. That's what we got people calling these heroes, the warriors of light. Blims has ever gone to put this time of darkness behind it. It's going to need venturers to help with banish the fears. It's going to need new heroes like the one we lost. Maybe one day you'll be one of them. And that's why any aid you can give to a venturer is worth well spent. What say you lass? Are you willing to lend us your strength? This is a long recruiting pitch. Me thanks to ye and to the navigator and all. I knew she'd steered me yo steered ye my way for a reason. He's wearing the same hat as uh, the previous guy that we met on the boat uh, on our way into town. Ah, but listening to me yatter on like a sun-touched fishwife. Tis high time we got your mark in me book. Oh, put your scroll right there. Ezri Ankana, is it? And a fine name it is. Congratulations, you're now an upstanding member of the Adventurer's Guild. I like how there's just one Adventurer's Guild and it's just called the Adventurer's Guild. Yellow Jacket says, You there, Adventurer, you sailed in on the last ferry, did you not? The captain reported being attacked by a pirate vessel, and several witnesses have testified independently that a passenger matching your description went out on deck mere moments before the incident took place. Sending your friend signals, were you? Uh... No, you asshole. Now just hold a minute there, officer. You got the wrong lass. This fine upsetting young lady is me dear departed grandma's sister's niece's cousin's closest companion. The lass wouldn't be caught dead fraternizing with such unsavory elements. Is that right? <laughs> you are surely aware of the recent kidnappings? Respectfully, then, we cannot be too trusting of outsiders at a time when the loyalty of even our closest friends is in doubt. And you make a good point there, officer. A very good point. Very wise. You needn't worry, though. I keep one eye open at all times. Me and two more often than not. Now, sir, what say you to your tankard on me finest ale afore you return to your duties, eh? Not a watered-down cup of piss like last time, I should hope. Ain't got the faintest idea what you're on about, officer. The wench might offer some of the cheapest grog this side of the straighto 
Mirthlore, but that don't mean you won't be good and pickled. Uh, look, there's a chair over there. Just try not to be sat on. So kick off him heavy boots, eh? Alright, fine. There he goes. There he goes. Sit down. You'll have to excuse these eager bloody yellow jackets. There's been a spit of kidnapping sea, and they ain't got a clue who's behind them. Naturally, they're taken to clapping irons, and anyone who looks vaguely suspicious, which means venturers, visitors, and pretty much every bugger else in this town. Oh, they could have changed the dialogue just a little bit and not put the word town on the second page. Come on. Don't take it personal, though. Us Limosans can be a headstrong bunch of bastards, it's true, but given time, we'll grow on ye. Now, where was I? Oh, aye, welcome to Limsa Limosa, where the sea's as green as the faces of me patrons after a few too many black belly whiskies. Now take a moment to gather ye wits, and we'll get started in learning ye the ways of the city. Oh my gosh, I just want to look around and fight a goblin. Uh, we got some experience in Gil for the quest for coming to Limosa. This concludes the introductory game tutorial. You have taken your first step as an adventurer in the city of Limsa Listen well to the wisdom of by their own ten fingers. Then go forth and discover the incredible adventures that await you. I leveled up. My hit points was 97. Now it's 106. I'm at 100 out of 600 experience. Hold up there, lass. Before you trot off the door and straight into some scrag's ambush, you might want to partake of the wench's wisdom proprietor and patron's booth. Okay, so I can't leave... The place. I have to talk to someone called Ninia. Oop, accidentally stepped on top of Ninia. Making a name. Ninia, a veteran adventurer, some information that might. Okay, fine, I'll take it. Oh, would you look at this? A shiny new adventurer. Listen close, lass. I have some information that might just help you on the map here in Limsa. I was passing through Bolowark Hall below not long ago and saw a bunch of herbs just scattered around on the ground. Now, I'm not entirely certain, but I think they might have been the black market wares known as dream flowers. Limsa Limosa is a busy port, and not all the merchants that blow in across the strait are above board, if you know what I mean. How'd the plants end up in Mizzenmast? Who knows? Might have been a deal gone bad. The important thing is you make a name for yourself by handing them in. Speak to Skyenrail, and she'll get you down to the first floor. Then all you have to do is pick up the herbs and take them to Haldingskif at the Octant. A-H-L-D-S-K-Y-F. Aldskif at the Oxton. Being a worldly captain, she knows a thing or two about such shady goods. So, how am I to necessarily believe that you're not just making me... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't leave until I accept the quest close to home from Baldurin. Baldwin provided the drowning wench once you to perform these tasks, you'll learn the fundamentals of adventuring. Except. Fine. This tutorial's dumb. Right then, let's go start ye if not so easy with three tasks, so it'll help you get used to life here in Limsa. Firstly, if you head down the floor, then point your nose to the west, you'll get an eyeful of the great glowing crystal in the middle of the courtyard. That's an aetherite, a device which can move ye from one place to another in the blink of an eye. Ain't no swifter way to travel, providing there is an aetherite where you want to go, of course. Have a chat with the yellow jacket on guard down there, and you'll be treated to a lecture on the workings of the device. Before you do that, though, remember to touch the thing. Strange as it sounds, it won't work till you have. Second on the list is the marketplace. You'll find weapons and armor and all the adventuring bits and pieces for sale in the district where it lies beyond the Aetherite. Don't go throwing your gill around just yet, though, or you'll get fleeced quicker than you can say, What's me coin purse so light? 
have a word with Swosbleet instead. He's the Ed O Merchants League, by the way. Give him this old octant and he'll treat you well. For the last of me helpful hints, I suggest you meet some fellow spellslingers at the Arcanist Guild. I guarantee you'll learn a few tricks, few new tricks for your tome if you decide to join their crew. Miri at the front desk is the one you'll get started. Get all that lass? Seen to them three tasks. I'll take you on a little jaunt around the city and have and help you work out and everything is. Now I've got to be getting on run along, eh? Bugger it. There I go. Sending you off without telling you is somewhat crucial. That bloody calamity's made a mess right in me memory, I swear. Well, that of the bloody hell. Any road, while I help you out, if you happen to pass any poor swords that look like they might need help, consider giving them a tale of woe. Listen, eh? Sounds like a chore, admit, but you never know what interesting opportunities could be lurking out there. Just waiting for you to stumble on them. For example, Ninja over yonder. Yeah, yeah, I talked to Ninja. Okay, whatever. Get out of here. If you have the time, also seek the advice of Smith Ear and the Winch. The lads as bare as the title of some fine advice for you. Blah, 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 blah. Smith is some sort of paladin man. Quest accepted. Alright. Now can I go where I want? Leave the drowning wench. You must accept the quest making a name. I thought that was me accepting the quest. The smith. Alright. Crow's lift is ready. Yes, take the crow's lift. Get me out of this stupid place. I want to look around. That was 13 minutes of me just reading nonsensical, vaguely Irish. Alright, so let's... Pick up an herb. Oh! Okay, there. We got the herb. I was pushing the, the walk key because I thought that as soon as I was done interacting, I would start walking. But actually, it canceled the interaction uh, and I had to restart it. So I'll, I'll remember this. Um, so I'm right-clicking on little sparkles on the ground and it's, I'm picking up these peculiar herbs. So now I've got I've gathered the peculiar herbs, and now I talk to uh, Goliath. Yes, I am Oldenskloff. I have some herbs. You you have some herbs you wish me to examine? Yep. Hand over six herbs. Yes, as you suspected, these are the highly illegal blooms known as dream flowers. They are the prime ingredient in the creation of Somnus, a substance whose fragrance is said to lull the sniffer's mind into the sleep of death. Forgive me, I could not resist the jest. The herbs are not more than Athyika Lavender, a common enough export from Limsa Limosa. In fact, these probably spilled from crates that were loaded onto my very own ship. I think someone has been having a bit of fun with you, but not to worry. You've learned a few things and made a new acquaintance. Well met. Alright, whatever. We got some Earth Shards and two potions and some experience. Alright, let's see... I've got some buttons for casting Ruin and Bio, a Play Guide, a Teleport, a Return, and a Sprint. Alright, um, if I push... Q doesn't open the quest logs. Q strafes... Uh, 
Um, character, duty, logs, party, social, system, logs? Gathering log, no. Character? Duty? Journal, here we go. Map. So we got the Aetherite, the Markets, and then the Arcana skill. So first let's go to the Aetherite. Aetherite is a big, tall crystal, maybe 20 feet tall, and it's floating like 8 feet off the ground as well. So I'm just going to right-click it, and it says attuning, filling up a little bar. You attune to the Aetherite. Another novice adventurer. Aye, Baderon has sent more than a few of your kind this way of late. Oh, it's one of these yellow jackets. It says, Sundhimal. I am Sundhimal, one of the yellow jackets tasked with keeping the peace in the city. It is also my charge to provide guidance on the use of this device. Fear not, I shall be brief. Either it's a crystalline structures that tap into ethereal energies. They are primarily used as a means of travel swiftly from one place to another. Return and teleport, the most common transportation swells, make direct use of aetherites and their connection to the flow of aether. And as these devices are found in almost every corner of Eorza, any adventurer worthy of the name will wish to seek out and attune himself to each one. Once you've expanded your horizons beyond the walls of the city, you will soon find yourself performing the act of attunement as a matter of course. There is, however, no need for unseemly haste. The aetherites found in around the city will be sufficient for the present, I assure you. Should you wish to learn more about aetherites or transportation magic, I'll be here to answer your questions. So they're waypoints. You can just say they're waypoints. Return learned. You tune with the Aetherite, you're now able to use the return spell. Okay. Uh, now we need to go to... Let's check our duty, journal, map. Uh, map? Here we go. West Hawker's Alley. I don't see on the map where where the uh, oh okay it's a sideways arrow I'm the little blue arrow near the crystal that's me oh hey and I can walk with the map open so now I'm walking to East Hawker's Alley I get it Alright, we got another Goliath man. Swoesblade. Fine morning to you, madam. Welcome to the most replete marketplace in the Grand Realm of Eorza, where every shelf groans under the weight of wonders born from all four corners of the world. Play browse, pray browse the stalls until your eyeballs ache from oogling the overabundance of unbelievable bargains. Now, as much as I would love to elaborate upon the unrivaled quality of our merchandise, I must tend to some cargo, but recently arrived at the docks. Hmm, you bear a gift from Bedron, whatever could it- Ah, my octans! By the navigator, I must have left it behind in the wench, along with a week's pay and several bells worth of intoxicated memory. Alright, we give him this little thing and hit hand over. I am most grateful to have it back. This tool is a keepsake from my days as a ship captain, you see. Needless to say, your good deed must be repaid. 
And what better recompense than the wisdom of a master, mer master merchant? If it is simple and sturdy adventuring equipment you seek, you look no further than the east or and west arms of Hawker's Alley. Lest you doubt, each gill you invest in arms and armor will be money well spent. Adventuring is, after all, a dangerous profession by its very nature. It goes without saying that Hawker's Alley boasts stalls specializing in the tools of every martial discipline imaginable. And within a few steps are bazaars and apothecaries that will most amply supply all your potions and territorial needs. I get it, there's shops. Our keen-eyed agents procure a frankly befuddling range of wares during their sojourns to distant shores, so it pays to become familiar with the type and price of the goods offered in each stall. Such knowledge will serve you well if your purse is light or your time is short. Ah, but verbal instruction of this kind will only profit so much. Experience has never been the has ever been the surest future, if not the kindest. I invite you to explore the markets for yourself. Thanks. Okay. So there's someone called a retainer vocate, an independent jeweler, a tradecraft supplier, an apothecary, an independent culinarian, a battlecraft supplier. This sounds like what I want. Uh, purchase disciple of war, magic, or the hand and land gear. Disciple of magic gear? Well, how do I... Disciple of Magic Gear. Purchase gear level 1 to 9. I don't... First of all, I note that it says I have 10,000 MP and 106 HP, so... What the heck is going on there? Uh, character inventory. Well, it says I have two potions. How much monies do I have? Oh, okay. I have 103 gil. I, I guess I'll just purchase... A... Disciple of Magic level 1 gear. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just picking, a me uh, like, menus. Um, we can get a Coif. A Delmata. Oh. I guess we already have... Open Armory Chest. Inventory. I don't know how to see what we have equipped, but we already have something equipped because if we buy the hempen dalmata, dalmatica, the hempen dalmatica would make our defense go down. So let's buy uh, a hempen sash, hempen breeches. Most of these things we can't actually buy. Like, what's the point? telling us what's the point of telling us that we're supposed to like buy adventuring gear before we get killed by a monster if we can't actually buy the adventuring gear at all because we don't have any money uh well character duty journal oh j and then visit the arcanist guild uh, where is the Arcanist Guild? Ah, there we go. It's, uh, past West Hawker's Alley. 
Okay. So we go to a nice plaza and then go to another indoor marketplace. There's a bunch of people shooting a whole bunch of magical spells. Uh, I don't know if it's just for show or if they're doing a duel or something. We come to another... Yeah, I'm not sure that... So right now it's tank controls. When I push left and right, it, um, it actually turns my character's perspective left and right. By left and right, uh, I mean A and D, of course. Um, so, Miuri, the guild receptionist. Welcome to the Arcanist Guild. It is here that we research and develop the field of Arcanimia. Arcanimia is the science of, of employing arcane geometries, intricate patterns that map the unlocked mysteries of existence to draw forth and manipulate the body's etheric energies. Ah, uh, but if I'm not mistaken, you already possess a rudimentary understanding of the craft. Shall I deepen your knowledge of our history as well? That wasn't a question. She's just going to go on. The roots of Arcanimia can be traced back to the esoteric calculations practiced by the people of the South Sea Isles. It was these island folk that first discovered a method to express natural phenomena in mathematical terms. Building on the process, the ex I just wanted a boat town. I didn't want a history lesson. Building on this process, the existing mathematical formulae were further developed into arcane geometries, precise patterns that allowed a practitioner to weave aether into specific magical energies. The mages who invoked this new form of magic became known as Arcanus, and the school of Arcanium was Arconomia was born. Arconomia is really bad word. Also, there's some sort of kangaroo mouse creature that I wasn't allowed to pick to play as that I'm seeing and I want to be the kangaroo mouse creature now many such mages wishing to expand their understanding of the world took to the seas aboard trading vessels upon their arrival in Limsa Limosa Arcanus found themselves welcomed into the academic elite and soon secured positions in the realm of governance and council the knowledge of the Arcanus however is traditionally passed on from master to chosen disciple as such Admiral Mirob continuing several wielders of Arcanimium among her personal staff became concerned that this exclusionary practice would lead to the eventual extinction of the art. So the admirals on at the admirals express orders, an, off, an official Arcanist guild is established and funding was provided for research and training. The complex and demanding nature of our Arcanimia, however, remains the greatest threat to its own future. If you continue your study of this challenging discipline, I must insist that you indicate your commitment to joining our guild. So I right-click on her again, I guess? Well, have you decided to enroll in a guild? You are now intimidated by the thought of excessive thinking. Way of the Arcanus. Well, I get some raisins. Do I only get one guild? Decline. Yeah, of course, redefine your decision. How long? I'll be waiting should you choose to embrace the life of X. So... So what I would like... is to check... Uh, this is, yeah, I don't want the play guide on a button. Um, let's see, logs, travel, I'm looking for the help menu and I'm not seeing it. Oh, support desk, no character. Armory chest. Yeah, so I can't... I, I turned off the help pop-ups. 
And now I can't like look at a help log or something because I want to know if I if I choose this guild, can I not choose other guilds later or something? <sighs> Whatever, this game is done. Uh, we're gonna join the Arcanus Guild. Except, your sound judgment is to be commended. Now, standard practice dictates that I introduce you to our guildmaster, that you might convey your intentions in person due to extraordinary circumstances. However, he's unreachable at present. Instead, you may speak with Mistress Thybergium. She has shouldered full responsibility for the guild's leadership in the interim. You'll find her just over there by the bookshelves. You needn't be shy. Though her mind is sharp and critical, her manner is always most welcoming. Okay. Let's talk to this lady. Yes, I am Thibergium. Greetings and welcome to the Arcanus Guild. As Miri has doubtlessly explained, I am serving as acting guildmaster until our wayward leader deigns to return. I assume our capable receptionist also spoke of our art's origins. Allow me then to expound upon its nature. Okay, I don't care. I don't... Stop. Are you prepared to reason? Yes. Alright, I skipped a bunch of dialogue about how Arcanium works, and there's something called a carbuncle... Which is like a familiar that can go back to town or something. I don't know. But an ambiguous response. The kind I most prefer. Let us see if the clarity of your words is matched by the sharpness of your mind. In Lower La Noskea, you will find, among others, three species of pest. Wharf rats, little ladybugs, and arulier. I ask you to employ your skills in Arcanium to eradicate three of each type of creature. Leave the city through the Tempest Gate, and you will soon encounter the potential targets in abundance. As long as you remain focused, I do not foresee these opponents causing you or your budding abilities undue difficulty. Once you return from completing this preliminary trial, I welcome you as an official member of the Econos Guild. May your judgments remain swift and clear. So I can go outside the town, I guess. That's cool. But I'm also, like, killing rats. So... Hmm, that might not be the right direction. Here we go. Well, that's Western Samantha. Okay, so to finish close from home, I can report back to Badrin. And... Oh. Okay, I have to go... I'm near the west exit to the city, and I'm supposed to go out the south exit to kill these. So, we have to go past Badrin anyway, so I guess we'll stop in. Was that clever game design on the part of the game creators, so that you'd have to stop back and, and turn in your first quest before you go outside the town on your second quest? Maybe. It's hard to say. There's a bunch of very, very little creatures. These must be familiars or something, because they're too small even to be the little dwarf race that we saw. Oh hey, there's a sprint button. Increases movement speed for 10 seconds, or 20 seconds when not in combat. Recast every 60 seconds. Okay, I guess that's kind of cool. And then our sprinting runs out, basically exactly as we get to the lift attendant. So, ride the lift to the drowning wrench, proceed to the drowning wrench, yes. Limsa, lim, 
Luminsa, Limsa, Luminsa, Drowning Wench. Alright, talk to this guy. Hi, there you are, Ezri. Enjoying your jaunt around the city, did ye? If you mean to base yourself in Limsa, Lim... Limsa, Lominsa. In Limsa, Lominsa, that won't be the last time you'll visit them three places. And now you got some ideas or oh, what's where you can start exploring the rest of the town. Thank you. Michonne, a good ear for listening, lass. Stick with all better on and you'll go far. Alright, we got another 107 gold and some experience. This person has a little tiny uh, fox-ish creature made of like raw fire, which is pretty cool. Uh, let's see. And then we go east. That's the Zephyr Gate? I don't know that we want the Zephyr Gate. No, we don't want the Zephyr Gate. We want to go into Bulwark Hall and then turn south. Uh, can, can we go south? Oh, there's some stairs to, like, an upstairs place? Maybe that's how we can go south. Uh, yeah, it looks like this is right. Ah. Um. Hey, we can hit sprint again. I like all this waiting. Oh, there's a cactar statue that's rotating in place. The cactar is wearing a top hat and they're playing a much higher quality of the gold saucer theme than ever appeared in Final Fantasy VII. I'll tell you that. Achievement unlocked. Mapping the realm. Lower la nocio. Did I go the right way? Let's check. Journal. Map. Oh. Uh, maybe? I don't know. Let's see if we can find a rat. Hey, it's a wharf rat. Uh, so if I right-click on it, and then I cast Bio. That starts some sort of fight. So... I have... Okay. So Bio poisons and Ruin is like a direct attack. So we'll start with a Bio, and then we'll cast Ruin as our main attack. It has, like, a charge-up. Okay, so that's two Wharf Rats down. It looks like I don't... You don't right-click on the corpse to, like, gather... Hey, look, a third Wharf Rat. Bio. And then... One. 
one. And then the rats. Dead. Okay. Slave wharf rats. We are at 10,000 MP. Uh, and 114 HP. Both are 100%. Now let's see. Um, so now our journal says that we're supposed to slay Aurelier and Ladybugs. Let's look on the map for where the Aurelier are. Well, they're further down the road, and the Ladybugs are also in a similar spot. So we'll go down the road. There's also wharf rats. There's a thing called a mossless gobu. And the thing I'm noticing, the thing that really draws the eye about the mossless gobu is not the fact that it's like 12 feet tall. No, no, no. It's that it's covered in moss. So, uh, whoever called it mossless, a little bit, a little bit of a goof there. So we got one ladybug down. Um, it seems like theoretically we could run out of mana, but all these monsters. So Bio has 200 mana cost, and Ruin, or Bio is 400, Ruin is 200. And again, we have 10,000? So um, I don't think mana is supposed to be an early game concern. I don't know if our mana goes up when we level up. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you're always casting out of a pool of 10,000. And then your hit points goes up. Uh, so we got a ladybug. And then we're looking for something called an orally, I think it said. Those are river toads. Oh, we got to cross this little bridge. And then I see the orange zone. It's supposed to have orby. Madman Bridge. Aurelia? Aurelia. An Aurelia is like a floating jellyfish with little hook crabs. And uh, when I right-clicked on it... Oh, if, if I'm close enough, my character will bash it with a book. Which is cool. But also that does like four damage. And... Oh, interrupted. Yeah, alright. That was a little rougher. Because they're level 4, and the previous things were like level 1 and 2. So there's another Aurelia here. Um, I... I'm not liking the controls being like this. With the tank controls instead of strafe controls. Um... These are these are all level four, it seems like. So, oh hey, our hit points is already 114 again. So whatever. We'll cast bio, and then we'll back up. We'll cast ruin. Well, that takes out way more of his hit points than he took out of mine with his some sort of pincher attack. Boom. Uh-oh. Oh. There was like a giant monster that looked like a T-Rex, but it turns out it's like a player character or something. Maybe they 
Maybe they have a transform power. So as soon as the battle ends, your character starts uh, naturally just healing on their own. Uh, so it just takes a second of bleeding in between fights, and you'll be back up at full. All right. Is there like a, uh, a keybind? Here we go. Strafe left. This key's already assigned to another function. Yep. Strafe right. And then uh, we'll we'll put the turn keys up on Q and E. So oh, back up is like a crawl, and then Q and E can be the turn keys if we really need turn keys. But I don't think we need them. We can use the mouse. It's fine. Um, well, I guess there's no reason to keep killing monsters out here. It doesn't seem like there's too many, uh, experience points to be had or whatever. Because we're getting, like, after all that, we're only at 520 out of 110,000. Or, 520 out of 1,100. My goof. Um, let's go back into town and finish being on the guild. Oh, hey, wait. We have this return power. Instantly return to your home point. Cool down 900 seconds. Cast time 5 seconds. Yeah. Sure, we'll do that. That's cool. The character kind of floats for a second. Oh, it says in the little log. So we got 70, 65, and then 78, and then 81. There's like a chain a chain kill bonus, which is honestly like the 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 least... A chain kill bonus is like the, the worst thing you could possibly give to your players because it encourages them to do literally the exact same thing over and over, not just nearly the exact same thing over and over. Um, you should be giving bonuses for the players doing stuff that they haven't done recently, if you're gonna give any sort of bonuses at all, so that the players are encouraged to do different types of things. Like, kill one of every monster in an area, and you get bonuses uh, for the first monster of each type that you kill in an area per day, or whatever. That would be, that would be good. And then the players are having a variety of things happen. Uh, not, kill the same floating jellyfish 50 times in a row, that's bad. Um, and I don't know why game designers think that it's good. I just, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, alright. Talk to the guild leader. I see the creatures beyond the city walls pose you little threat. It is within, it is with great pleasure then that I formally recognize your initiation into the guild. From this day forth, you may proudly bear the title of Arcanist. I suggest you continue your forays into the wilderness and keep the pages of your grimoire turning. There is no finer teacher than the harsh mistress of experience. And to commemorate this occasion, I gift you with this hunting log. The enemies marked within its pages have been specifically chosen to challenge your abilities in Arcanomia. When you devise a new strategy or tactic, you now have a ready source of opponents with which to test it. And when you feel you can command Carbuncle as easily as you might move your own limbs, 
Return to me for further instruction. I'll be waiting. The next Arcanus quest will be available from what's her name at level five. We got some grapes. All right, we have a hunting log. It looks like there's another quest we can accept. We'll try it. Uh, we, all right, we need to collect some duty on imported goods. Inspect all the goods that are imported into Limsa, Lominsa, and collect duty as the law requires. Some merchants, however, seek to evade the obligation, and we must chase them down. I'd be grateful if you could deliver these two ledgers, one to a man named Sundhimal, whom you'll find at the Octant, and the other to a woman named Ladhisa. Latisha, who works at the Bismarck. Is it Latisha? Yeah, Latisha, who works at the Bismarck. Okay. If you're uncertain whether whereabouts of Bismarck, ask Sundhimal when you meet him, he'll point you in the right direction. Let's lock our little... Icons in place. Don't want to accidentally move them around. Uh, so we got to deliver government paperwork. That's an exciting quest. I mean, I guess it has to get done and all, but... Hey, let's sprint! So on the mini-map, we have a little indicator, sort of... Now that I've sort of gathered what these icons are all about. I can see that there's a mini-map arrow pointing, like, off the edge of the map to where Sundhimal is. But we met Sundhimal before. The ledger? Yeah, give him the ledger. Yet more extended duty payments. One of those merchants never ever learned. Very well, if I catch out any offenders, I'll drag them to the gate, kicking and screaming if need be. One more ledger for the Bismarck to say, follow this path to the upper deck and you'll find the place. Okay. So I'm going uh, to the upper decks. Is this... No, this is some new person. That's not who I want. I'm looking for Letitia. There's an Ethernet shard. Well, there's a person who has a thingy. Oh. Alright, we can accept a new quest. Beg your pardon, mans. I realize it's a sudden, but we urgently need help restocking our larders. You're in the midst of preparing a full-course meal for our soon-arriving guest, but I fear we are short on fresh lamb for the main course. I'd be grateful if you could procure four slices for us. I dare say it would be quickest to obtain these directly from the source. Wild lambs. In case you're familiar with the creatures, I suggest you speak with Abelfar, a sentry stationed in Bolorkar, just below the Drowning Wench. Well, I don't think there's a time limit on that. Ah, here we go. Letitia's one of these people at the desk. Tax evaders among our patrons, you say. Goodness me. Hand over the ledger. I dare say this might well put an end to their appetite, but this is the best interest of the city-state. If any of the merchants named in the ledger come to dine with us, I shall see that Maelden's Gate is notified without delay. We got some potions. We don't even have to go back and, get, and like, say that we turned in the ledger. We just automatically get the potions. So that's cool. Um... Well, there's another quest, I think. 
guild receptionist. A culinarian. Oh, no, I don't want to be a culinarian. I guess I could join the culinary guild. But I don't want to join the culinary guild. I want to... I want to fight a wild lamb. Let's see if we can kill four wild lambs. Let's ask this captain. Uh, nope, I don't want that. Speak with Abelfar. Alright, duty, journal, map. Oh, he's behind us. Oh, he's inside Bower Call. I get it, I get it. Here we go. It's one of these yellow jacket guys. Fresh lamb. Gods, I can do with a slice myself. Fresh off the grill and dripping. Sorry, friend. I haven't had a single bite to eat since my shift began. Any road, you can get lamb easily enough by hunting the lambs that graze outside the city. Go through the Zephyr Gate and follow the path east and south. You'll run into the fluffy curtains before long. Okay. And he sort of vaguely points. And, yep. We're off through the Zephyr Gate. Well, there's not much time left before we're going to call it quits, so... Uh, we're going east and then south. I see a little orange circle zone. Is this... what we? Oh yeah, a lost lamb. Is this... can I walk through here? It's a little gully. There we go. Lost lamb. We're going to... Okay, so we can't dodge while charging up our spell. If they hit us while we charge up the spell, that's fine. But we can't step aside. So we have one out of four. And then there's a bunch of lambs in the area, so that's two out of four. Uh, summons a caster-type pet to fight at your side. Shares a recast timer with summon two. Alright, we'll cast a summon. Oh my gosh, this is so many options. I'm not going to summon right now. Oh, this little lamb tried to fight us. We have a... It looks like a green energy rabbit. Oh, okay, so this this little bar... What? The bar is like in the middle of the screen. How do we make it... Oh, okay. You, you click on the plus. We'll put it way up in the top of the screen. Okay. So... Oh, these lambs just pop in right next to you. Um... There's a Mossless Grubite, but that looks a little bit big. And then we want to... Now we have to deliver them. I bet we can deliver them in the time we have left this this go. The, the Yellow Jacket Patrols are level 35. I think that means that if I wanted to, I could try to kill them. 
they're these little grids of black dots with some dots on top of them. I think this is how we open... Oh, this is how we open our inventory. So we're missing a head, a waist, an offhand, a right ring, and a soul crystal. Um... Alright, so eventually we're going to have enough money to buy some equipment. Right now we only have 210 gil. We also got a spell called Physic. Uh, cure Potency. Oh, oh, so Physic is a, is a self-cure. Okay. Um, and then let's go inside. Oh, wait, no. The outside is where... Yeah. Fresh lamb. Four pieces. Hand over. Thank you ever so much. To times like this, I feel fulfilled in my role. I used to be a chef myself, you see, but my skills weren't quite up to par. So when the Bismarck expanded operations, I asked to be made as provisioner instead. This way I can still be part of the business in spite of my shortcomings. It says I can't complete it. Oh, oh, I have to pick. I have to pick an option. Okay, so I can get fingerless leather gloves, which is plus three defense compared to what I have now. Uh, there's something that I can't get for whatever reason. Uh, it's like grayed out. Or maybe it's grayed out because I already have one. Uh, or I can get a piece of bronze, which sells for 100 gil. I'm gonna get these gloves. And then we're gonna put them on. Is that... No. How do I... How do we pick what what gloves to have? Hands. Oh! Wait. I can't use the gloves? Item level 5. Disciple of War level 5. I'm level 4. So it... I guess I have to be level 5 to, to wear it. Alright. Well, friends... This has been a fun Final Fantasy XIV episode, I guess. I'm going to remind y'all that I'm playing the free demo. Uh, if you go to get it on Steam, you have to type in Final Fantasy XIV and then actually do the search because like the suggestion suggests the full version where you're like signing up and paying $20 and stuff. But if you do a search a little way down the list, the free online trial, uh, I guess you can go up to level 60. You can do most of the stuff single player. You can even do one of the expansions, just not all of them. So if you want to download four gigabytes of data and try an MMO for free, then feel free to try out um, Final Fantasy XIV. And... Uh, Thanks to the people that suggested that I try Final Fantasy XIV in the uh, no-capped Discord. This actually was an enjoyable way to spend, uh, well, 
55 minutes plus the previous 55 minutes from the first time. Uh, it was a fun character creator. We'll probably play this again eventually. I don't know that I'll record playing this again, because I think it's uh, a little dull. This is sort of a passing the time game. Not really anything that's exciting to play. So unless I like get specific requests, I, I think this is going to be our only Final Fantasy XIV episode in the podcast. Um, because just anything that's actually uh, interesting at all would be a much better episode. Uh, anyway, see you folks.